0: Hello
1: and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where every episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. This episode, we are looking at a Disney princess tournament. Okay, so we've arranged this as a tournament rather than our usual free-for-all rumble because there are so many fucking princesses yeah, that we
0: just get carnage. Yeah, if you look at some of the previous sort of uh, multiple personality schizophrenic episodes we've done... Um, it's just far too difficult to keep track of everybody in yeah. one go. So we'll uh, we'll try it this way, we'll try doing brackets, and then if that doesn't work, we'll have to think of something else for next time. Yeah,
1: so essentially we're going to split it um, into the classic princesses, the Renaissance princesses, and the modern age, which kind of happens organically anyway due to the yeah. period of time that lapses between these things. So first off then, in the classic bracket, we're looking at Snow White, Cinderella, and Aurora, Sleeping Beauty. Yep we move into the Renaissance, and we've got Ariel, Belle, uh, Jasmine. Jasmine, Pocahontas, and Mulan. Yes, Mulan is a princess. She's in the canon. Uh, and then in the modern age, we have Tiana, Merida, and Rapunzel. So that's how we're going to work. There'll be one winner from each bracket. And then in the final, all three will face off against each other. Yeah. Okay. So starting
0: with the yep. classics then. Um, no. Yeah, we we we've talked about this before. Um, I've talked about this on previous podcasts. That Sleeping Beauty for me is fucking useless. She is
1: absolutely useless. She has no agency in her own story, even. No. Um, which is not her fault. I mean, it's right there in the title. Yeah. She's sleeping Beauty. Um, she is a damsel in distress. Uh, for the period of time that we do see her awake. In the film, she doesn't really do a lot other than wander around the forest, dreaming. Yeah. She is a daydreamer
0: anyway. Yeah, I mean they kind of portray her as being fairly strong-willed and knows her own mind. I mean the fact she defies the, she wants to defy the um, the fairies. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to go back and meet this bloke. Um, that's all. Co- that that's also an attempt to build a character, but it doesn't really work because there's not enough of it. No. Whereas you look at um, the other two in in this bracket, you look at um, certainly Cinderella, which I'm very familiar with because my daughter went through a period of watching it four or five times a day. Um, but she's very much a strong she's a strong character. She's not broken by the fact that she's so horrifically abused by her family. Yeah. Um, both her parents are dead and she's being raised by a stepmother who hates her and sisters who abuse her and she do- that doesn't she doesn't allow that to break her spirit, she doesn't allow that to break her character. And she gets all the donkey work. She get no she has to mend the clothes, she has to scrub the floor, she has to carry this and fetch that. So she is a s- physically and mentally strong character. She is very strong and I think it's something that gets um,
1: there was a lot of criticism uh, leveled specifically at the, at the live action version a couple of years ago about how she again she doesn't really have a lot of agency but it, that it's not that kind of film she has agency in as much as she puts up with a lot of shit yeah. and she is a strong character to be able to do that um, and especially in the animated version she she actually does give as good as she gets oh, she God, does yeah. not hold her tongue no
0: that's right you know. and I think that I've, again i've looked I've looked at this because it's it's one of those that the character's portrayed as she's all sweetness and light and but you look at the, the prod her as a product of the time she beats the fuck out of that cat yeah i mean when you when you look at her um,
1: again especially these classic princesses you do kind of think of um, when you look at the princess line they're all beautiful and it's all sweetness and light and stuff like that but Cinderella always does hold her head high and stand a band of part like yeah. she is always portrayed as like the boss of the princesses yeah now I, I have my own view on that <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a very specific favorite princess which will come onto I think later on to on. yeah well everybody does depending on the age that you were when these films yeah.
0: come out I guess but, I think for me the, the thing with Cinderella as well completely out of the the film but um, Walt Disney saw her uh, saw the actress who played her as she was the perfect woman yeah to a point where he ruined her career so she never worked never again, worked again because yeah. he didn't want people identifying that voice. Uh-huh. With any anything other than Cinderella, uh-huh. now it's one of those stories where you know, Every again, Walt Disney created the mouse and he created this universe. He was, for all intents and purposes, an absolute cut, because he ruined people for his own ends. He was a businessman. Is what he was, and a very good one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and but he, you know he he had he had in mind exactly what he wanted to do, and the you look at animated films now. Part of the draw is that you know the actors, and you know Tom Hanks is Woody. You know the um, yeah, they cast yeah. A, much like a feature would be cast yeah. now. You know, you look at uh, look at Frozen now. And there's very yeah. little, no, very little being made or very little being made. The fact that they're their own people. Elsa is Idina Menzel, and Idina Menzel yeah. appears as as Elsa, and so Kristen Bell appears as Anna. Yeah, it's a completely different world now, and it's only what like 90, 90 years since yeah. since Disney started, and it's a, a completely different model. But that was his view that people should know these these princesses people should only recognize these women as these princesses yeah very much so and ironically you um
1: you get these superstars casting in animation now but that is because the medium has progressed so much as a result of walt, what what walt originally yeah. did um that that is just the world we're living in now the, a, a disney specifically a disney studio animated picture now is no longer a cartoon no. It is it stands shoulder to shoulder yeah, it's an animated with, whatever, yeah with whatever is out in the cinema at that time. Yeah. Um whereas, you know, you look back to the early days with Snow White and stuff like it was Disney's Folly. People thought of it as four children.
0: Yeah. And and Walt had to change that mindset. That's it. And I can remember what film it was probably about ten years ago now, We had a discussion about it at the time, it was Monster House, something like that. Yeah. You get to a point where you don't actually need the film doesn't need to be animated, it doesn't need to be CJ. You could do that film as live. Yeah. But the medium has grown so much that it's People are seeing it as being advantageous to do that because you haven't got to build sets, you haven't got to build it all on. inside a computer these days. And yeah. it's, we've got to a point where that's cheaper and sometimes easier. Mm, absolutely. And I think that's a great place to be because it gives filmmakers a chance to actually do stuff that they wouldn't necessarily have a chance to do if it was involved in physically making stuff, so finding the space, finding people to build it, finding people to make it. So it's it's advantageous that way. Um, but yeah, like coming back to what we were talking about, I said, i um, Cinderella. I said, she does... She does dominate a lot of the even the sort of branding and things now for the for the Princess She's line. front and Centre always. She, um, let's say um Jess was obsessed with Cinderella for a while. She's have moved on to cars now, which yeah. should be something else next week. Um but she wanted um for her birthday last year she she asked for a uh, swimming costume with Cinderella on it, which we thought, Where the fuck, we're we gonna find one of those. Yeah. And you go to wherever and well, I think we got it online in the end, but on it, you've got a swimsuit with Ariel, who's done, no, she's a mermaid, yeah. kind of water-based, you'd expect Makes sense. that, yeah. and Aurora, and Cinderella. Cinderella is front and centre. Always.
1: And, and the way she holds herself, I mean, we're, we're sat, uh, behind the curtain, we're sat underneath an oil painting of, um, not all of the princesses, but the most popular princesses at the moment, and the way it's composed, Cinderella is slap-bang in the middle, holding herself royally. Yeah. You know the rest of them. You, you'll always see Aurora. Um, she'll be holding her skirt out and looking very pretty. Um, and she's all she's Sleeping Beauty. She's always depicted that way. Yeah. Snow White always looks sweetness and light, and, and yeah. like a
0: young child. In yeah, Ariel, yeah, yeah, very childlike. she's holding her face in her hands. Yeah. Boots, she's all Daydreaming on a rock. And, yeah.
1: There's nothing particularly regal about them. Cinderella never looks anything other than royal.
0: Yeah. She And if you think of it, I mean, Snow White was a princess. Aurora was a princess. Ariel was a princess. Yeah, was a commoner. Yes. But she holds herself but she that She holds much herself. Better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's definitely the stronger of these. Snow White um again sort of similar to Aurora. I mean she's a, I guess she's a little bit stronger in that she kind of she's able to stand up for herself slightly, you know, she runs away to the dwarfs cottage and things yeah. like that and she, she makes herself yeah, she, a home yeah, she and builds she's a life a, for herself. She's a, she's a mother figure there. Um but, ultimately, she's stupid enough to take the apple off old hand. Yeah,
0: and I think that's one of the things that bugged me, certainly with those two films. Cinderella, not so much, because Cinderella kind of... Things are built around her, whereas the other two, the world happens around them. Yes. So, um, Aurora is born, Maleficent's not invited to the Christmas, she goes fucking apeshit, mm-hmm. um, and curses an entire kingdom. Snow White... Stepmother has a paddy because she's no because the mirror says she's not as pretty as Snow White, so she good things happen to them. They're not responsible for the things that happen. Yeah, around. they have no agency, and they because of that they don't really react to them either. Yeah. It's just oh well, it happened. Yeah. I mean no. Okay, I put my finger out and I sleep now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and they, again, they're very reliant. Specifically, Aurora very reliant on being saved by the prince. Um, likewise. Yeah. Snow White, you know, she needs her prince to come and wake her from her slumber. The yeah. dwarves stand vigil over her and protect her. Yeah. Cinderella goes and does everything off her. Own. Okay, she gets some help from the Fairy Godmother, but she goes and woos her man herself yeah. at the ball, and he comes looking for her.
0: Yeah, and If then, he didn't come, she would have gone back to her life, yeah. and that would have and been And then now. to the point where, um, again, spoilers on a film that's 80 years old, um, or 70 years old, whatever. it's um, at the end, obviously, the stepmother realises that Cinderella was the girl, locks her in the tower. Mm-hmm. Any other Disney film or princess film of this period, the prince would have had to come and you know, hack his way through, over, uh, through overgrowth and fight his way through the house to get up to the tower to rescue her. She sorts herself out. She sends the mice to get the dog. Yeah. The, again, it's a bit of a twisted part of she'll set the dog on the cat. Yeah yeah. No problem by hurting the cat whatsoever. Lucifer is a little shit though. Yeah, but still if she you know, she's that fucking sweetness and life, yeah, she yeah. shouldn't want to hurt the cat either. But she no, she rescues herself. She needs the she needs the animals to yeah. help her, but it's because of the way that she's treated the animals, she engages with the animals, and then she hatches a plan to get herself out of it. She comes running down the stairs to the Grand Duke and says, I'd like to throw the shoe on. Yeah. I've got the other shoe. Yeah. Nobody does that for her. No. And I think that's that's probably the of the, the biggest part of so th- certainly this fight is that she is the only one who acts on her own for the entire film. She is. I mean, the other two. The only way I think
1: they'd even have an in is if we were to allow uh, the fairies in with Aurora, and if we were to allow the dwarves in with Snow White. But, but if I, you do now. You have to. to the I think god we very mother. consciously um, have to avoid sidekicks. Oh in god! This yeah. fight. it's Specifically, as we get more towards modern day, I think we're going to get distracted by the sidekicks rather than the princesses themselves. Yeah. So. I mean, what we have to look at here is uh, Snow White is a... Well, they're all children, essentially. They're all teenagers. Yeah. Um, But Snow White is is depicted as as very young. She is sweetness, light, and innocent. Yeah. She's not going to have a fucking clue. This (laughs) bite's just going to hit her like a ton of bricks. She's easy pickings. Um, I think Aurora's maybe slightly more streetwise.
0: Well, I don't know, because, again, she'd be brought up in isolation and seclusion. She'd be brought up by the fairies in a cabin in the woods. The only, the only mm. interaction she's had, apart from with the fairies, who are not fairies at this point, they're just regular old women, but the only interaction she has, so is like there's an owl and a couple yeah, of birds. Yeah, it's Mr. And, owl and stuff, yeah. yeah she, she has, again, she's got no interaction with the human world. No. So, the the pair of them, I think, they're... they just, they're going to be clueless. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, Cinderella's
1: got a bit more knowledge, plus, if she needs it, she can glass them. Yeah, so. or she can drown
0: them in the bloody soap bubbles when she's cleaning the floor, you know, it's... I, I think she's got it all over and basically. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any actual fight. I think the only, only question is which one she kills first. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I um, think the, the, the biggest problem coming with any, or certainly the early ones, is that character-wise they're all very nice and genteel, with the exception of where she's attacking the cat. Yeah, yeah. Question, no, the question is what's going to get to the point where they're actually having a scrap. But realistically, whatever kicks it off, Cinderella's the only one who's got a chance of winning it.
1: I totally agree. I, I, I think there's no contest here. Cinderella wins this round and goes yeah. through. I mean,
0: given as well what what she has to do on a daily basis, she's either going to bludgeon them to death with a broom or she's going to drown them in the uh, in the washing up bowl. I don't think there's any question of that. Yeah,
1: I think they, I mean, they're all going to be sort of surrounded by
0: various cleaning apparatus. Yeah, so, because they all live that life of That's I mean, in think, servitude. Yeah, you think the Snow White, Snow Whites are all miner So there's gonna be picks and shovels and stuff. Yeah, I doubt she could pick one up. No, to be honest, no, it's she's certainly not gonna swing it in such a way that she's gonna do any damage. Yeah. And Aurora, I think, is probably gonna lie down and go to sleep and not wake up. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no question about it. that this round goes to Cinderella. Yeah, I don't I don't think, we, I don't think there's any need to try and. Just with the way in, what, in, what, whatever the way you, you slice it yeah, Cinderella going to beat the fuck up possibly. absolutely and probably not get her hair out of place while she's doing it no she'll look absolutely flawless at all times yeah so, so I think yeah in the, in the first bracket I think
1: that's us go with the Cinderella okay so we move on to the renaissance so we've yeah. got so Ariel Ariel Belle Jasmine, Belle, Jasmine Pocahontas, Pocahontas and Mulan, and Mulan. Um, like I said Mulan's slightly odd in that she has no link to royalty whatsoever all of the others whether they're born into it or marry into it and um, Even Pocahontas, who is an Indian princess, she's the yeah, chief's she's the daughter. daughter. Yeah. Um, Mulan has no link to royalty at all. However, the official line is that she is included in canon for her heroic actions, which are becoming of a princess. Yeah. okay. Um, so, she's allowed in. Um, now, the big thing here, straight away, is Ariel mermaid Ariel? <laughs> or is Ariel land-based Ariel? She's be land-based be? Ariel, isn't she? In which case, she doesn't have her voice, but well, she doesn't
0: legs she does it yeah, the time she becomes, the time she becomes a human bridge as she does yeah um, but she has legs so she can kick people but then she does go back to the
1: sea so I don't know um, I, I guess we've got to allow her, her legs because otherwise unless the fight takes else place is in water, water in which case they're all fucked they're going to yeah they're, they're all fucked so Ariel's on land um, in which case as far as I'm concerned, she doesn't have a voice that's <laughs> so, fine I don't okay, think she needs it to fight anyway no she probably doesn't um Okay, a lot of this I think it, it, these these characters are a lot stronger and a lot more individual. Yes. Um but the the big thing here is that we have two actual warriors involved here. Yeah. Uh, Mulan is is depicted as a warrior she trains, she earns it yeah, herself, she's in the army. she saves the yeah. dynasty. Yeah. And Pocahontas is a born warrior. She's an Indian princess. Yeah. Um, the others not so much. Belle is very intelligent. Belle is very intelligent, but she has very little physicality. Very little. She's very demure. Is depicted as being. A, I mean, she's
0: she's got the spirit of adventure and stuff in it, but. Yeah, but she, uh, the again, the spirit and the the ability are very different, mm. and I think that for me, the only one, the only one of the, of of this far of of those three um, of Belle Ariel uh, and Jasmine, the only one's got anything. Possibly to offer would be Jasmine, just because of the fact that she does go outside of her world and she she experiences yeah. life in in the sort of the slums in the in the sort of poor areas as she's well. She's not
1: afraid to get down and dirty. Yeah. Jasmine. Whereas I think
0: Belle, again, she's intellectual, but she's she's ruled by her heart, not by anything else. And I think she's not going I don't think she's got anything in the fight. And I think Ariel again. She's on legs. So she's not in water. She's not as confident as agile as able in movement. No, out. she's also. Uh, Okay, she's very naive. She is very naive, very
1: idealist. Um, it is gonna pain me to do this because she is absolutely my favorite princess, but I think she's gonna be the first to go.
0: I think so. Um, she's not. my mine, mine is also in this fight. Mine is Belle. Um, Belle is
1: most people's. I think um, I am
0: that little bit older than you, and yeah, so I think that's why. I think you that's the difference. Yeah, I think yeah, I think for for the age you are, there's about that much difference between the, the age between us and the age of the films. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably, yeah. So I think yeah. That's probably right. Um, but yeah I think you're right I think Ariel just because she's she's very naive she's very childlike in her wonder she 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 would not know what the fuck is going on she'd see a glass bottle come to her face and think it was shiny yeah exactly Um, and I think that's it's it's a shame because I I do like Ariel Um, I think the only the
1: only way Ariel gets through this at all is on dumb luck oh yeah Uh. And it, you know maybe there is something to be said for that, but it's not going to last forever. No, it's 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 sort of the three studios of her Yeah, think. I mean she is she is almost like you do. Yes, pick up a, a shiny glass bottle on the floor and throw it at somebody, not knowing what it's going to do. Yeah, or see uh, something,
0: see something else. Or, oh, or, and and and, and that throw that it fly the, over her head. Yeah. Or, yeah. or she or she discards one to pick up another. She throws the bottle over her head and hits somebody in the face. Know,
1: there is maybe something to be said for that a little bit. That might get her so far as opposed to somebody like Jasmine who is. Consciously, gonna know what's going on in the fight, Yeah, I mean, and they get gonna, more involved. Yeah,
0: she's gonna try and get into it because she's gonna. I mean, there's a lot of. Again, long time since I've seen Aladdin, but she sneaks out. She goes into Agrabah. She you knows she wants to. She can handle herself. Yeah, she she wants to be part of this real world. She's seen mm. this real world. Of course, Belle has seen it and sort of rejected. It. She's seen a very provincial part of it and rejected because she wants more. But she's never really exposed to anything more other than the village and the castle. No, she's then, quite
1: she's quite headstrong. Yeah, is the thing though, so I think. With both of those characters, actually, I think it obviously Pocahontas and Mulan have the upper hand here, Yeah. but neither Belle nor Jasmine is going to back down
0: from a fight, they're going to run towards it head on. No, I don't think Belle will run towards a fight, I think Belle will run towards any sort of conflict and try and reason. I think she, because of her character, her intellect, she's. Oh, yeah, a, I don't necessarily mean she'll attack. Yeah, but she she will, th- she'll get involved to a point where she will try and diffuse the situation, try and talk things down, or try and. Steer a discourse in such a way that it doesn't involve being bludgeoned yeah. to death with the next. In
1: which case, I think she would actually be the first to go because the because rest of trying, them would yeah. just be like, "For fuck's sake, Belle, shut the
0: fuck up." Maybe, um, which yeah, that's quite painful. Movies, um, I my childhood. Yeah,
1: um, I think that's probably because she impossible. is going to be
0: the one lecturing them about needing yeah. to grow up and all get on. To a point where it's not that. What's it? One of the scary movies where everybody. Somebody gets murdered and they're screaming because they're in pain and everyone wants them to shut up so they they all stab her. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, you think, oh, fuck off, no, no, I'm not listening to that. My turn. turn." And they just keep on going for it. So you're probably right, because I think yeah, Ariel will probably. I said there'll be an element of dumb luck. Jasmine will um, Will get in and she'll be she'll be in the dirt. She'll be rolling around in the dirt until somebody batters her. Sooner or later, she's gonna get taken out. I think. I think what happens here is
1: is if El if um Belle's trying to defuse things, Mm. then. I think Mulan has enough honour that she wouldn't just stone cold take the bitch down. No. Uh, She'd probably listen to her argument. Um, Then kill her. Maybe. Um, I think Pocahontas is probably quite similar. I don't think she would necessarily weighed into
0: the fight. I think it would be Jasmine that loses her temper. Possibly. I think Pocahontas, for me, has the most fire. Definitely. Um, I think Mulan was very measured because of the... Yeah. Because she had to be disciplined to do it, you know, to to um, to progress, Pocahontas was very was very impetuous. She she oh, what was his name? I can't remember the character, Mel Gibson's character's name. John Smith. John Smith. Of course. Um, it's been a long time, um, but yeah. So she she was very passionate. She was very engaging, but she as a, because of her position within the tribe and so with being certainly so being the, the chief's daughter. She had that fight. She'd been brought up that yes, okay, we you know we value nature, we do the you know, But if it comes to it, you fucking throw it out. Yeah. And I think she's gonna she's got it in. I think Jasmine you're right is probably the one who's gonna snap she's it. She's gonna snap it. Because she doesn't want to hear it. She doesn't want to hear something. And she's not trained. She's yeah. Like, she, she goes looking for trouble,
1: but that's because she's bored and impetuous. Yeah. Um so she is the one that's gonna snap. So I think she's probably gonna take Belle out. And between if we're looking at a fight between those two, I think that
0: definitely goes to Jasmine. Oh god, yeah. I mean as I said Belle is my favourite of the princesses, but she's got nothing about her When if it came to a fight and we we saw her impact in the um, in in beauty and BC yeah. where you know, they very easily lock her up, um, mm. when Gaston and everybody else go to, to Storm the Castle. They just they lock her up with her father in the cellar. She puts up no resistance whatsoever. Yeah, and she went I I mean the only thing she'd possibly
1: be able to do to defend herself against Jasmine is probably clobber her with a book because she's always yeah, got a book on her. Or the mirror. Or the mirror, possibly, yeah, but I think Jasmine's handy enough and agile enough. Yeah. That she'll she'll just take it down yeah, with, I think so. with her fists. Yeah. So so Bells
0: casualty number 1. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, Ariel, I think to be honest Ariel would probably be wandering around trying to Find out where everything is, rather than getting involved in it. So I, I, that, I generally think. Yeah, I think she Ariel not will probably survive to... longer than we expect her to, just because she's not going
1: to get yeah, involved. Yeah, I think the dumb luck will definitely play on her side. Yeah. Because why, you know, if for instance Jasmine takes down and she drops a book, Ariel straight over picking yeah. the book yes, up, and yes, she's yes. just going to sit down and read it. Yeah, she's going to be looking at the pictures. She going to be around. fucking fascinated by this. So that's yeah. it, and I think to
0: the point where the others will ignore her. Yeah, she's People. no threat. She poses no threat Well, You're she like, can't even speak. Yeah, that's so. it. And I think if you look if you look at the scenario at that point where Jasmine is just taken out Bell, Ariel's sitting down looking at the book, and you've got Pocahontas and Mulan, both who are very honourable, mm. very noble warriors, their first response is what the fuck do you do that
1: for? Yeah, I mean I, I almost think if if Belle's trying to reason with everybody, and Jasmine takes it down, Mulan is then gonna take Jasmine down. Yeah, and it's because it's a dishonorable yeah. act. Yeah. Yeah, and I that know. is gonna anger Mulan. So the sword's gonna get drawn. At which point, the like once steel is shown, Pocahontas yeah. is just gonna lose a shit. Yeah,
0: because it's, it's manufactured and it's not natural.
1: Yeah, you know, and and not only that, like she's this real palpable threat there. Then, as you say, she's yeah. fiery and she's she's been taught to defend herself. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of weaponry, Jasmine doesn't really have anything. No, Jasmine, I don't think Jasmine ever wields a weapon, does she? I don't think she does. Um, certainly not off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. No, like I know Aladdin when he's a prince has a couple of very yeah, similar, yeah, yeah, but I don't think she ever has anything. So she is unarmed. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, let's face it, she's, she's pretty agile. She's given the run around a bit. I don't middle. think she's more well, agile than Pocahontas, though.
0: Yeah. Um, Pocahontas is built and she's powerful. As you said, I am telling say it's a built. different sort of different sort of physicality. I think Jasmine is very small, very nimble and wiry, yeah. Um, whereas Pocahontas is effectively a brookshit house. Compared to the other yeah. princess. But she's gonna be she's gonna be quick with that as well. She's got yeah. powerful legs. Yeah. Um yeah, I think you're right. I think the the problem is to say ja- Jasmine has just committed this dishonourable act, so straight away Pocahontas and Mulan, who are very honourable, very decent, mm-hmm. they will be straight onto her. The question is do they try and restrain her or do they or do they go straight for a fight? Oh no, I think they'll go for a fight at this point. Um, but then again you look at sort Mulan being honourable, Jasmine is unarmed. So she Very So true. she's not necessarily gonna pull a sword on her straight away.
1: Very true. But then I think if she goes over and even attempts to to reason with Jasmine physically, which is what's gonna happen, she's gonna go over and try and restrain her. Yeah. Then Jasmine's gonna throw down. Yeah. And the second Jasmine throws down, then she's got to defend herself. Yeah, that's it, which is so, what talking to...
0: I think whatever way you slice it, you're looking at, at Jasmine going down next. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it'd probably be Mulan who got the kill. I, I don't think Boko Harvest at this stage is, is there. No, I think it probably would be. Um, so then we're left with Ariel... Mulan mm. and Pocahontas. Oh God, Just because so you, you can't see us at home, we're actually looking at this old painting, which doesn't feature which Pocahontas, doesn't feature or Pocahontas or Mulan. Or Mulan. No. Uh, but we're looking at this trying to work out where we are. Uh, it's quite sad, really, but if our voices don't carry it, because they're bouncing off the wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this is
1: why we've split into brackets. There are, there are too many princesses to keep track of, specifically
0: in this yeah, Renaissance period. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing. It's an interesting visual, us talking to this picture on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I think so. Jasmine's gone, Belle's gone. Ariel, I think she's it, still not in the she's, fight. Is she? She's still not in the fight, and I think at this point, having now seen Mulan killing Jasmine for killing Belle, I think Pocahontas is now going to be speaking up because she senses that there's a very real threat here. Yeah. Um, as you said, there's um, there's weapons involved now, and having seen what conquistadors did when they came to uh, mm-hmm. when they came to America, she's going to be very wary of that. what well, she should have been aware of the funny syphilis. Um, yeah. But she can be very wary of all of a sudden. Without wishing to sound racist, a foreign interloper coming uh, appearing yeah, 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 with a definitely. weapon, which is what happened in New homeland. Yeah. Um, I, th- I don't necessarily know how that one goes because I think Pocahontas will be stronger. Um, will be more but able to work with their with their surroundings. I don't. Know, I can't be that. But, but New has got the military training. New has got the military training, and I, th- I think it's a it's, very different kind of fight. I actually, think, to me, it's Max of predator.
1: Yeah, it is it's very much a savage,
0: you... which we can use
1: that term. They use it in the film. Yeah. It is a savage yeah. against them. I, I bet nobody ever thought they'd heard Pocahontas compared, compared to the Predator. Predator no.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think it's kind of that. You know,
1: if you look at... I think, I think where the difference is going to come down, really, is Pocahontas definitely has the strength advantage. She doesn't necessarily need a weapon because of the way she would fight. She would use it in like she uses from her But Mulan
0: is armoured. Mulan is armoured, that's the thing, and yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the problem, because I think in in Pocahontas' world, you never really saw armour, he Kiswolds no. wore armour, but then basically they took it off when they realised it. not And certainly not to weapons. the level
1: that, that Mulan wears armour as part of the Chinese dynasty, she's covered in the stuff yeah. when she's fighting. Yeah, well,
0: if, you, if, if would have had some sort of, no, armour hats, yeah. and, you know, might have had a, you know, big cock and stuff, they wouldn't have necessarily had body armour. No. Because they weren't expecting no, that. They weren't expecting to find anything. They certainly wouldn't expect expected to find quote-unquote savages. No. And I, and
1: I think Mulan's training is of such as well that even Pocahontas using her environment and things like that, sooner or later, she is going to lose it slightly and throw something at Mulan that she's going to be able to counter. She's going to go in yeah. with a kick or a punch that Mulan's easily going to counter due to her training, get and, the sword out. And not only that,
0: because she not, it not going to affect her. That, no. What I was, was going to get to... Um, I say Pocahontas, the armor she will have seen will be completely unlike this. If if Mulan is fully armored, she's not going to. Pocahontas is going to be looking for areas that are exposed. Yeah. She's looking for a neck or a face or whatever, and you're not going to have that. No. If you've got full body armor, there aren't any. That's the point of it. Is there it. aren't there any weak points. No. Um. And so Pocahontas isn't going to know how to deal with
1: that. No. I mean, the the only thing that does do is obviously slow Mulan down. I think she's definitely the slower of the two. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But because of her training, she doesn't necessarily need to be quick. She is going to know how to counter any blow that Pocahontas throws at her yeah. unless she goes like full-on savage and, and does something so but bonkers. Even, but even
0: then, I don't think it would make a huge amount of difference because of the armour, because of the weaponry, I, and because of the training. Yeah,
1: and I, and I think that's key. Is because of the, the period that both of these characters are from. Like, if this was modern day, for instance, as somebody who's still in body armor, you could say, well, yeah, but maybe she could fucking blow her up. Yeah. She can't do that. She doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. She has no way of, of even comprehending that would the, that would happen. Yeah. So I think Mulan definitely takes her down. I think so. Uh, which leaves us with Mulan and Ariel. Yeah, which well, is kind of a mismatch. A total mismatch. Um, I mean, at this point, Mulan's killed too. Has she got a taste for blood?
0: Or... Well, <laughs> I think Ariel's just going to annoy her if that's going to happen. I think so. I mean, to you get to that point where it does I mean? Ariel's sat there reading a book and Mulan, Mulan is honourable she's not going to attack first
1: she's not no but sooner or later even if she approaches Ariel I mean she's wearing a sword she's wearing armour Ariel's going to be ooh shiny what's this what does that do what does this do what does the yeah. other do um, and again the only way Ariel has anything to offer this fight is if she accidentally picks the sword up Mulan doesn't feel threatened because Ariel's so dim and, accidentally and she just takes her fucking head off her. Yeah. it which is not outside the realms of possibility, but I feel like I'm probably yeah, stretching. you probably slightly. reaching a little
0: bit. I think the the thing is, you are, there is a point to that because Eira was very clumsy as oh, a yeah. as a person when she had legs. Yeah, yeah. I know she didn't have legs before, so she was like bambi and all the rest. Oh. But generally, her movement was very clumsy. It was very laboured, and I think you're right. It probably no, there probably would be an element of falling over and accidentally stabbing somebody. Yeah, she's she's definitely. She does
1: have that going for her. Yeah, it's, it's, as I said, it's that three studios element. Yeah, and she does have that going for her. I think ultimately, you know, again, Mulan's training, it would have to be something so outlandish. that, like, There's no way she's going to, like like I said, pick a sword accidentally take Mulan's head off, because in reality, Mulan is going to duck out of the way of that sword. Yeah, you know? she's not going to let her take the sword in the first place, is well, she? Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, unless, like I said, she's, she's disarmed by just how innocent
0: Ariel is. Potentially. Least... She is completely wide-eyed and innocent. Yeah, and I mean, you had that in the last one as well with um, Snow White and Aurora and certainly Snow White. Yeah, yeah. They, there is no perception of threat because they don't... None really whatsoever, yeah. I don't think Ariel's actually and, got a bad bone in yeah. her body. And I think it's, a lot of it's like, I mean, shouldn't joke about it, but he, there's a lot of um, toddler shootings in America at the oh. moment because kids get a hold of guns and think they're toys. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's probably the only chance that Ariel's got. She picks something up that she doesn't realise is a weapon. yeah. I think we're probably reaching that, quite possibly, <laughs> yeah. Because um, even in in that film, the only, you, you never really saw a weapon until um, Eric threw the trident. Yeah. That, That's the only time it was ever used as a weapon, apart, apart from that, it was, it was basically a magic wand. Yeah. Um, it's the only time you see it used as a weapon. So Ariel, even in her previous life, I know, when she lived living under the water and... With her oil guards and else. she never. Really, there were never any weapons. There was never any cause for it. No, I mean she wouldn't. She wouldn't even
1: have the knowledge to use something as a weapon. You know, she'd pick up a dingle hopper and throw it at somebody if she wanted to. But she would she throw? But it she she put it in a fucking hay. Yeah, that's it. Like she wouldn't. You know, know, she what doesn't do, know would, what it is. That's it. Like you you would give her a shotgun. She wouldn't understand that pointy kills someone. Yeah. She's just we, not that way. Yeah, you could give her, you could give her a shotgun and she'd think it was a way to make her fly underwater. Yeah, exactly. Um, because she'd blast it and it pushes her along. Yeah, no, like I say, there, there's an element there where perhaps if it's facing the wrong way and she's trying with <laughs> the belt along, she actually shoots Mulan in the stomach. But, yeah,
0: I don't think we had a shotgun to begin with. No, we
1: didn't have a shotgun. I mean, the only real weapon we've got here is Mulan's got Mulan. a sword. Mulan's got a sword, mean, Jasmine never had anything. Jasmine, Bell never had anything. Uh, sorry, Bell, yeah, we, we said she had a book and a mirror. But neither Probably. of those are really going to take... I mean, Pocahontas would have had possibly a bow and arrow. Maybe a spear. Maybe a spear. But again, against body armour. And, and, and it really is going to have to be like... Ariel is going to have to set Muran up to just fall on a spear. Yeah, it would be it's completely bad. It's going to happen. No, it's not. I really want it. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. also know that my second favourite princess is coming to the next round and Ariel's not got a chance against her. Yeah, So.
0: there you go. Yeah, Yeah, I think you're right. I I think, again, I think it's got to be got to be Mulan in that one. I think we it's got to be far too much of a stretch, as much as as I'd like to. And
1: to be honest, I've known that since we started this because I did consider not doing Canon purposely to exclude (laughs) Mulan because she's so blatantly more powerful than anybody
0: in her bracket. I I did consider that when we we talked um, before we started recording about who we were using and what was going to be Canon, and for the sake of. Partly keeping it three on three on three, yeah. and partly because of what Chris just said about keeping Mulan out of it, I did consider it as well. But
1: but she's got she's ten she's got yeah, to be and she clearly steamroll. We we've done well to let these guards last as long as they have. That's it. Uh, yeah, you're um, right. I think. Because uh, she's clearly gonna steamroll them. I, yeah, think, I think. I think so. she's got stiff competition in the final round, but this round,
0: yeah. she's gone. Now, she's, the, she's the winner yeah I think so I think the final one is interesting um, that's a, just to refresh we've got Tiana from Princess and the Frog yep um, we've got Merida from Brave and yep. we've got Rapunzel yes so yeah there's some some interesting ones here I mean I think phew, Tiana was a big shift for Disney in terms of the way a lot of female characters were portrayed she I, I think in terms of her
1: character she's very similar to Cinderella in that she is a strong she's female character and she's, yeah, she's totally self reliant. she doesn't need anyone or anything Yeah. she'll
0: look after herself that's it I mean again we were talking about this before um, and there, there are points where her I mean Disney play with um, obviously quite a, a few things throughout the whole stuff. they play with the fact that she's a woman when um, mm-hmm. she's trying to get she, she has a deposit for her restaurant but the two bank officials won't take it because they've had an offer, they've had the same offer from a white businessman, yeah. and she is a black woman, so they won't deal with her. They will deal with the man. So that I mean, obviously, that's part of it, and so you've got the sort of social and the racial aspect of it. But then you have the part of it as well where she is completely alien from the world of the prince when he comes into it. That he's royalty. He's very charming. He's very debonair. He's very extravagant. Very flamboyant. And then you've got the third part of it where they're both frogs and they're both out of their comfort zone but his character doesn't really change. He doesn't yeah. see a need to adapt Where she f- she uses that as, an, as a as a way to grow and to, to develop herself as a character. And I think it's probably one of the biggest character arcs you have because there are three elements to it. Yeah. And if you look at um, a lot of Disney films um, obviously the newer ones tend to go on more of a journey the older ones tend to be fairly, yeah. uh, fairly linear. Um, I think... I say, Tiana was a big progression for, for Disney because you went from, I say, you had like Pocahontas was a strong character, Mulan was a strong character, but they were set in one story and there was one part to it. Tiana was a big shift because, I say, there were social connotations to it, but also because you had this arc where she went from being a waitress who was working very hard to achieve something to, uh, to them being a want-to-be-businesswoman who was being oppressed because of her race and because of her gender, mm. to them being a frog. Yeah, and she had to adapt every time, and I think you don't really see that um, before. and I think certainly coming after that, when you get into Brave, you get into Tangled, you get into Frozen, and then mm-hmm. moving on from that, you see a lot more character evolution within the one film. Definitely. So yeah. for me, it's an important. It's, it's not. I mean, a lot of, a lot was made of the fact it was the first black Disney princess. Yeah. Personally, couldn't give a fuck. No, no it's, it's I mean, it's we've already character. had a Chinese princess and a Native American princess before that. Yeah, that's it. You know, and and so. a mermaid. I well, yeah, that. Really, yeah. Um, so yeah you know, it's, it's one of those that, that for me wasn't important but it was the, it, what that film represented wasn't as important as what that film actually did Yeah. Um, so yeah so Tiana is a strong willed character whether she's physically strong enough
1: this is the problem with the two princesses she's, princess yeah. she's up again. again Merida is also very strong willed but it's also a warrior I'll be shooting for my own arm and all of that Yeah. she's also a warrior and can handle a bow yes and a sword and a sword and Rapunzel despite having no actual training but she has she's weaponized her hair as magic hair and is pretty fucking handy with a frying pan yeah. and is shown, and pretty nimble yeah is shown throughout the film to be really fucking feisty and actually more than capable of standing up for herself she saves Flynn on several occasions yeah. um and she she knows how to fight
0: there's no two ways about it she yeah. can throw down that's uh, um, I think that's probably the the biggest one for me with um, with Tangler to say is that she does save Flynn a lot. She's. She you know, She is. She's a fantastic character. She is yeah. Like I said, my second favorite
1: princess. Yeah. Only by nature of I was the right age when Little yeah. Mermaid came out. That's it. Rapunzel's definitely the yeah. better character. I mean, you look at so you look at Merida. Merida,
0: okay, she, she's fighting to protect her mother, but she is she's fighting on her own. There's no she does she doesn't save anybody else. Her mother, as a bear, is very capable of fighting and saving herself. Yeah. But she fights out of loyalty, out of duty, and all the rest of it. Tiana fights to survive yes whereas Rapunzel it's kind of in, it's inbuilt in her character that she is a fighter she, she absolutely is she is and even to a point where you look at the films that came after that like Frozen came after that yeah. um, Elsa was strong and had powers Anna was very naive and childlike but had some physicality to her but again there was no her character didn't involve her subverting anything no. Um, then you move on to sort of Zatropos and things like that. Yeah. You have strong female characters, strong female leads. But there's... Well, Tropics is a bad example, but there's very little in the way that you have with, with Rapunzel that everything is reversed to where she is saving the day. Yeah. I get so
1: fucking annoyed when people go on about Frozen and how and female empowerment and all of that. And Rapunzel is the, way stronger a character than both of those to girls. Be honest, it's a better film as well. Oh, 100%. It um, is... In my top I would say yeah, top five Disney films. Yeah, I don't it's it superb. I don't know what it's like
0: Frozen I like Frozen, it's a good film again. Jess was obsessed with it for a while. I think it was the first film she really got into. Um, i blame my mother for that. Um, but it was the first one she really got into and she washed over and over again and you know she she wanted the dolls, and she wanted something. Like that, and that was fine. But I don't know what it is with Frozen that that took
1: to such an extent, other than either. Films I, I cannot understand it. Um, I don't think it's a particularly good film, let alone a good Disney film. I think it's unbalanced. The songs stop halfway through. And they, I mean, we know why this is a result of the fact that it had a really troubled production and things weren't working and things got cut, but it's so unbalanced. It starts off as a full-blown musical and then the songs just stop. Oh, yeah, And and the tone shifts completely. Whereas Tangled knows exactly what it is yeah, and it... It's got a constant tone and it's, what is it, like 90 odd minutes long, it's, yeah. a, it's a full self-contained story, everybody's arc makes sense Yeah. and it just works better. It's a better film, Simples. That's, that's um,
0: it. It's, it's one of the times I've never been able to understand what it was that made Frozen take. Me either. To a point where what was Frozen, 2013? Something like that, yeah. So four years later and it's still... It's still massive. I mean, you still look at the, the amount of merchandise you see for other films of the same age apart from like, Avengers, you no. don't get it. No, It's not there. and no, that, That's because there's a wider fan base of Marvel stuff and all the rest of it. But Frozen forever captured the imagination. But as you said, the, the characterization was very flawed. I mean, there's, there's this whole thing that's been talked about and there's a lot of essays on Elsa and how her powers are her embracing womanhood and mm-hmm. learning to deal with it. And, 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 and. I, th- I don't think that was intended. I don't think a lot of, I, I think a lot of critical discourse is kind of what people read into. I don't think if you speak to filmmakers and authors, I don't think what they intended is is yeah, is yeah, it's different as... readings,
1: and and especially with Elsa. I mean, let's not forget part of the restructuring. Elsa started as the villain; she was yes. the villain of that film. Yeah, and through the restructuring and stuff, they found that that wasn't working, and they they've made this relationship between the two sisters where she's not a villain but she's not really an anti-hero either. She just just is. She's she's, she's (laughs) elemental. Yeah, she is elemental. And and she's basically, she's almost a MacGuffin, to be honest. Um, But I don't think it's possible to reverse engineer it in such a way that you could tag that onto it and say it was intentional. No, no, no. Like, she's got those powers and she's coming to terms with those powers because it was necessary for the story to work. When she was the villain and she was embracing those powers, you couldn't level that argument
0: at it. That's it. So... I mean even the song um, Let It Go that was written in such a way first it was of her embracing It was the her dark, villain was her, song. Yeah, yeah it was her villain songs I mean song. I, I, on, the, on the DVD there's like the making of stuff and they would say yeah. how, how long it took them to animate it was like, something like 300 hours to do a snowflake or something mm. like that something stupid like that um, but it was before it had a title on the, on the sequence when they were animating it it was called Elsa's Badass Song Yeah because that was where her character was going to kick in and she was going to embrace the dark side and become the Snow Queen because that's yeah. also what it's based on was the Snow Queen taking people's souls Yeah. Time. And I think there was a far I don't know where the where how it was written, but I think there's gonna be a far greater influence in, influence on her over the male characters by using the ice and the snow as well. So then Anna was supposed to be the hero. Uh-huh. But in doing so, and in flipping it the way they did, Anna then became sort of a side piece. Where in as much as her finding Elsa was the sort of the narrative. But yeah. it wasn't as important as Elsa learning to control yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah. And then because of that, the stories of of Anna and Hans and Anna and Christoph became even less important hmm. and I think it's like you, you look at that one and say it's it's not when you, re, when you look into it that way it's, it's not as empowering as people would have you believe because they look at the end definitely product and not. not where it came from yeah
1: definitely not and we've we touched upon this uh, previously and in a previous podcast as well um, but but one of the things that if you look at that it's almost like she's being consciously empowered yes. which takes away from it um, and <laughs> Christ is affluent Almost middle aged white males, we're probably in no position to talk about this. <laughs> we will anyway. Yeah. But it, it, it feels like you're being told that you should respect her because she's a woman. Yeah. Not because she's actually a strong character, like Tiana, who you should respect because she's earned it. Because regardless of her gender and her colour and everything that's against her, she earns it. Her character continually earns it. Yeah. She is of yeah, she, she such a, a strong character. That she can see what she wants and she'll go out and take it and earn it and that deserves respect. Yeah. She doesn't deserve respect because she's a black woman. No. She deserves That's respect. The, because being a black woman it. is incidental. Exactly. Exactly, and it's not a, it's not a stunt that you can hang things on, and that does get levelled at Frozen a lot. Oh, yes. it's an empowering female film. Well, actually, saw so a lot of these Disney yeah. films and if you to read a, them to great that way. Yeah, I I would totally agree. As we said, Tangled I think is more empowering in that Rapunzel is an actual. Full fledged heroine Moana the same, like mm. Moana at no point. All right, there's there's a thing in Moana where they're very conscious to say that she's not a princess, mm. um, and that's fine if that's the route they want to go down and, and separate. And that's fine, but Moana is an actual, real
0: adventure film. Yeah, where the hero just happens to be female. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. We've talked on other films, and whereas you, you do have a lot of stunt casting and a lot of, of stunt writing where. You have a female lead for the sake of having a female lead. Mm. Some of the best things happen in spite of that. So it doesn't matter who the lead is. Though yeah. um, like we talked about Rogue One. Um, you're not beat over the head by the fact it's a, it's a woman leading this, this no. rebel team. It's, it's a story about this rebel team which happens to have a woman leading it.
1: Yeah, and she just happens to be the right person to yeah. lead that team. Because, because of the connection she has with her father and everything. Yeah, and it could have been that if her father had a son, yeah. it would have been the same story. Yeah. It just happened to be that that's... The, yeah, and, and there are obviously things that can be brought to the table by having a female lead rather than a male lead. And mm. yes, there is, and because of the way society functions, there is an increased level of risk to be perceived from that. But it's not the be-all and end-all of the film. And no, so much gets hung, I think, Frozen specifically, and especially the end yeah. gets hung. The fact that it's, it's this sisterly love rather than the love between, yeah. you know... Anna and
0: Christoph or, or whoever yeah and it, that is just that is bullshit let's be honest yeah. <laughs> that is and bullshit there's a point in Frozen as well where the snowman could have saved the day but he didn't but Olaf yeah there's a point where he's explaining to Anna what an act of true love is
1: oh yeah some and people are worth melting for yeah. and all of that yeah, yeah and yeah
0: that's his moment but again
1: because that's a male-female dynamic yeah nobody's looking at that yeah you know they're, they're hinging on the fact there's two sisters now okay that's two sisters and so we can say that that's that's a strong empowering female moment so what if they were both male would we yeah. still be reading that the same way then what is no we'd be going ah it's bromance bullshit yeah and that is our own cultural hang-up the story is not strong enough to support it. anyway i'm going on a rant about frozen now <laughs>
0: that's a we, but that, yeah that's, that's a whole different
1: i could be here all day ranting about frozen just for the record though i don't hate it <laughs>
0: I, I don't mind it. It's, it's, what, it's one of it's, my least favourite Disney films. It's, yeah, it, it's not one it's not one of the best, but it's not a bad film. You look at some of the other shit that's around. No, it's you know,
1: not it's, it's not a particularly good film, but it's not a bad one either. Yeah. I mean um, there are a
0: lot worse, but um, it, it's just that so much gets thrown in it that I feel is yeah, it gets a lot of, a lot of praise into, uh, it, there's a lot that's praiseworthy in it, but there's a lot that's read into it that isn't there. Yeah. Anyways, getting so, back on topic. Yeah, so we haven't started the third fight yet, thank yeah. you. Um so yes, yeah, so we've got so we've talked about Tiana, we've talked about Merida, now Merida um, one of the lesser known ones, I think, because Brave is Pixar, not Disney. I think it kind of gets overlooked. It does. Um, um, I actually watched it yesterday, just coincidentally. Yeah. I, I didn't actually think of Merida as being one of the princesses. Didn't Didn't only, Because she's Pixar, yeah. she is the the outsider. Yeah. Isn't yeah. But I haven't watched. I, yeah, watched it the last couple of days. Um, with with Jess, watched it in settings and had to start with how the, the bears were fighting mm. and shit like that, But that's uh, fine. Um, but yeah, Merida. It's she starts off. Again, Merida has this great big journey, which the, the, so the characters in, in Frozen and don't have. As she starts off, she's, a, she's feisty, she's strong-willed, she's effectively a tomboy, but no. Yeah, yeah, she is, yeah, She's a princess, so she knows she has some duties, but she's kind, she kind of just does her own thing. And then you have the contest where, no, I'll, I'll shoot for my own hand and all the rest of it. Mm. And she embarrasses her family, she embarrasses the, yeah. you know, the clans and all the rest of it. But she is strong-willed as she's an individual her journey is coming to learn, it, it's learning about duty, it's, it's sort of the other way, whereas, you look at something like, um, you look at Cinderella, particularly the ugly sisters, Yeah. So sort of the sisters from Colmarkley, because that's offensive apparently, aside from that, like they were fucking hideous, um, but they were, the aesthetically challenged sisters, was fucking piece. hideous, um, but you look at them, and they are being groomed, to be princesses, Yeah. Um, because that's how, how I see perceived. whereas Meredith goes the other way, that she, is brought up as a princess and she is trying to she make herself the other way. She's trying to make it so that she is a normal person. Mm-hmm. And then, she, whereas other people are bound by their duty, she sort of learns it later on. And it's only when her mother is in danger and turns her mother into a bear and there's the, the threat from her father mm-hmm. and the clans or whatever else that she learns about duty and honour and things. And so she kind of goes the other way. Yeah. But you see in that very clearly that because mm-hmm. of the way she's been brought up and her father is this sort of wild, wild thing influence where. He encouraged her to fight, he gave her a first bow you know, she knows how to use a sword she knows how to, how to string her own bow and make her own arrows and all that sort of stuff, she can fight she can, fight, she can defend herself that coming into this fight she's got a hell of a good chance in the same way that Mulan did because she, oh, is, yeah, definitely. she is trained well maybe not trained to the same degree but she certainly has very similar ability in terms of fighting to, to look
1: at them like just put the three side by side head on, she is she is obviously the favourite. Yeah. She's good with a bow. She is, she's a warrior because yeah. she's taught herself to be a warrior. But she's not as resourceful, I don't think. She's not as resourceful as Tiana. She, Tiana's definitely got the fire in her belly as well. Yeah. However, I, I wouldn't say she's as resourceful as Rapunzel either. Rapunzel definitely her environment gone. a lot more. Yeah, and Rapunzel, magic here. Um, <laughs> whatever way we slice this, I think, unfortunately, Tiana doesn't know how to wield a weapon. No, and well, doesn't she doesn't have could, any particular abilities. But well, she's good with the old uh, the old uh, frying pan and the old nun's the She she's got minimal weapons. Well, maybe but she she's... could have a frying pan fight with Rapunzel. Yeah, yeah. I, she would certainly try more than say Snow and Aurora would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because but, of her character, she's, yeah, yeah. yeah she's definitely she's not going to go down easily. Uh, more like Jasmine did. She's going to get in there and, and throw down. Yeah. And I think probably if she gets in close, she could likely take Merida. Because Merida's not particularly shown to be good with her fists, she's no. an archer.
0: So yeah, she's an archer. She, can, she does use a sword? I think the she attacks the father when when the yeah. father's trying to kill the mother as a bet. He she she takes his father's wooden leg out with a sword. Yeah. So she can use. A she blade. can use it, but not to any level of finesse. Yeah, but again, a, a blade is a it's a big swinging weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if
1: you're in close enough. Yeah. You, you, you I, can I, get I think that. if Tiana can can get in close enough, she's probably got a fair chance. Yeah.
0: But I don't think, because of, for everything she went through and everything that she is, she's never had to fight. I mean, she had to, she, When she's a frog, she had to survive. Yeah. As a person, she has to survive financially, so and socially, but she's never had to physically fight to survive. No. So I don't think there's any any way in which she gets close enough. No. To I agree. to Mar- or to Rapunzel. She would
1: certainly try. She would try. An instinct would carry her a long way. Yeah. But I think ultimately she's going to get an arrow in the head. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, and she's gonna she's gonna be taken down by Merida from a distance. Yeah. Um, so what what we're left with is Merida and Rapunzel. Yeah. Now I, again. I know Merida's a warrior and stuff here and she's got a bow and arrow and shit, but, but she's limited. just going to swat that shit out of the air. But she's going to vault her...
0: up with a hair, yeah. she's going to catch it. and I mean, it up. If you think of Merida, Merida's limited in her approach. That, yes, because she's trained. Yes, she's fiery, because she's yeah. quite she's ginger, which, you know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Um, but she's, she's disciplined in a way that she knows how to fire a bow and she knows how to swing a sword. She's pretty nimble. She's pretty quick. But she's orthodox, there's nothing about the way that she acts, which is going to say she knows how to improvise, she knows how to think on her feet, she knows how to get yeah. past things. It's very much, I'm an archer, I've got my bow and arrows, I've got my sword. She is quite it. singly minded, yeah. yeah. Whereas Rapunzel, you look at, yeah she's got, the, she's got the frying pan, she's got the magic hair, but she's got the imagination that goes with it. She, she's basically warrior Ariel, is what
1: she is. It's no coincidence yeah, I've got my first and second favorite. The character's very similar. Yes, she is also very naive and also enchanted by the world. Yeah, that's it. It's just that she's
0: that little bit more resourceful. That's it, and I think part of that is the, sort of the shift that we saw in in Disney in the making of the films where yeah. you could. Like, Ariel's not a damsel in distress to any extent. Absolutely but not. But she, there's an acceptance that she she wants to see the world. She wants wants to explore. She wants. But then she meets the man, and that kind of becomes secondary because yeah. all of a sudden her, she's in his universe and that on in, in his orbit, and that's it.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of criticism levelled at Ariel specifically when people talk about princesses and needing a man to complete them and stuff like that, and it, I think it's totally unfair. Oh, it's Ariel starts starts the film from a position of power and strength. She's a princess. Yes. Um. She's. although she's a little bit of a tearaway, I think it's pretty much accepted that she's probably Triton's favourite daughter, which is why her sisters are such bitches. Yeah, she's she's the youngest, she's the best way with stuff. Um, But she consciously makes the decision to reject all of that because it is not what she wants. She wants adventure much like Belle did. She wants to see what's out there. And it just so happens that she pops out of the water and sees Eric and he happens to be handsome and dashing. Hmm. She could equally have popped her head out of the water and seen a woman.
0: Yeah. And or, she would be a, a dog. dog.
1: Yeah, and be, she would be just as enchanted with them. Yeah. Um now yes, there's a, a deliberate choice by the filmmakers, they'd make it a prince and white. Mean. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. However the point is she's not necessarily going after the man because she's fallen in love at first sight. She's going after the whole world. She yeah. wants to be part of that world and she'll do whatever it takes, like selling her voice, to be part of that world. She's going after what she wants. Yeah. Um That's it. I mean
0: it's it, it's it's a good it's it's a good point. It's a fair point. I say you've, there is a a lot talked about early Disney films and how anti-feminist they were. Yeah. And I think the more you look at them, the the more you read into them. I think the more you, you find out. I think for me, Ariel is a difficult one because it's almost as though her discourse changes. Yeah. I say you you do get that you get to that point where she wants to experience the world and then she meets Eric and Eric could be anybody. Yeah. Doesn't that have to be a prince, but she she meets somebody and that changes what she wants. And yeah. that knocks her off, and I think that's the problem. Whereas, I think if you look at certainly Rapunzel, Rapunzel wants to see the world, she wants to understand the, the lantern, she wants to see that she wants to get out of the tower. Yeah, she happens to meet Flynn, yeah, and they go on the adventure together. If she'd gone on her own, She's she'd have done the same thing, yeah. And okay, she wouldn't have had the experience she had, she wouldn't have met the people she met, she wouldn't have gone to the places she went, but she was that was her aim at the end of it. Now, with Ariel, Ariel kind of wanted to be part of the wanted to be part of that world but then needed other people to facilitate that yes whereas Rapunzel assumed. doesn't she'd got gone it she yes. is she is definitely
1: I think anyway and I've, I've read it like this since day one I think she is definitely the evolution of Ariel yeah she, she really is she's like they, they sort of looked at Ariel and went okay well how do we translate that to a modern world there? yeah and that, I think that's what, it, what, I what think. is today's
0: society going to accept yeah. I think that was um, it when was Tangled about 2010 ish yeah, ish. So, yeah, you're talking 20 years removed from Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yeah. Um, and, you, I say, the, the, the phases that we, you know, we've, we've put brackets on, um, those are the, the, the classics, the Renaissance yeah. and the, the, the New that new, um, new Age, there's a very different shift which does follow social patterns where in the sort of 30s, 40s... It was 2010. Happy days. I'm getting in, this, right, huh? yeah. um, in the 20s, sort 30s, of 40s, women were supposed to be... In the house, they were supposed to be subservient all yeah. the rest of it, and you, you broke the mold on that to a point. So have you happy ever after? But you still had women who were scrubbing floors and stuff and no, all the rest of it. Then you got to the modern one, and you had Jasmine who was out in the world. You had Belle who was defying society. She you knew she, she didn't she wasn't interested looking pretty. She wanted to read books. Mm-hmm. She wanted half her life, and then you come into it, and you you come to the, the newer ones, and you've got women who want to be successful in their own right. They don't want to be defined by who they were or what their status is. Yeah. They want to be successful for who they are. Yeah. So, Rapunzel is so a very good example of that because, okay, she's a princess, she doesn't know she's a princess, she's been locked in a tower by a woman she thinks is her mother, mm-hmm. um, and she wants to explore, explore the world. She wants to be the girl who goes off and does a gap year and goes to see goes to seize the world, Yeah. basically. Yeah. And in a 21st century version of it. So, I don't think, in that respect, I, th- I think that's the sort of societal change, I don't think that the movement has that. But Rapunzel is going out into the world. And what happens around her will influence what she does as opposed to what she wants. What she wants, yeah. And I think that's that's probably the biggest shift. The biggest shift, yeah, I would agree. Um, Went off topic slightly. okay. coming back around, so so Rapunzel and Merida. So Rapunzel and Merida, I think, for me, I say Merida is very. Merida would be the epitome of a military character. Yes. She's, okay, she's firing, she's got her passion and everything else, but she only has plan A. I think, yeah, we, we're almost in a similar
1: situation to what we were in with Pocahontas and Mulan, except where when you throw Rap- Rapunzel into it now, she's a little bit scattier, which is actually going to make her a little bit more resourceful and able to just completely surprise Merida. Yeah. I mean, like I say, Merida could could fire all the arrows she wants. I think Rapunzel's going to be able to use her hair to either vault up over them. She could probably swat tangle them up in her hair. Yeah, she, she could, could swat probably them off from you know? a shield out of them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um... And Merida's just not going to know what to counter that. She's not expecting to fight
0: and no, defeat. that's it. I mean, the whole Merida's whole worldview sort of changes when she's exposed to the witch because up until that point, you know, the little Will the Wisp things. She's, they're a myth. They're not real. Yeah. Witches aren't real. Magic's not real. Then all of a sudden, she meets this witch who changes everything. Yeah. Whereas Rapunzel's always had this magic hair. Yeah. And not knowing why and all the rest of it, she's had this hair, which, But she does know that it's magic yeah, hair. She knows so, it will do what she yeah. wants it to do. She will, and she can use it. Yeah. And so I think that's going to come, into her, come to her advantage because not only does she know that she can use it, she will have had a lifetime of experiencing how to use it. Yeah. And whether it's you know, sweeping the floors over there while she's doing something over here or whether she's using it as extra hands or to lock up people yeah. or whatever it might be, she, she's used it her entire life. I
1: mean, life. that's the other key in that Merida's spent all of her time focusing on, on training to shoot. Yes. Um, whereas while she's been locked in the tower, yes, okay, she does chores... But in her opening song, Rapunzel reveals that she can do just about anything. She, is, yeah. she has read all the books. Yes. She's, fucking, she's an accomplished painter, she had, which is not a good thing in a fight, I know, but what I'm saying is she is, although she's been locked away, she's actually very worldly.
0: Yeah. She is going to be able to think her way around the problem. That's it, and I think she's not so thrown by people. I mean, if you look again, think of Ariel, that you know, her experience of people yeah. is limited to uh, Eric and the, sort of the, the, yeah. the immediacy of the, of the royal family and butlers and whatever else whereas she's very thrown by that she doesn't know what to do she doesn't know how to act despite the fact yeah. she is a princess yeah. whereas Rapunzel who's grown up in complete isolation cut off from world, her only contact is with um, the Pascal yeah. um, and, and her mother quote unquote mother, she is not phased when, when Flynn breaks in she's not phased by the fact that no. it's another person no, she's faced with the fact he's broken in. He's she broken, broken in, yeah. in with the fireman pan, but she's not faced with the fact there's another person. But she's able to converse with him. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think that's uh, that's partly society, you know, societal reflection where you think, well, there is no, there is this parody now where it's not you'd be afraid to speak to people. It's your ear, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, um, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think because of the fact that she's had this lifetime to, to learn how to control her hair, use her hair, to weaponise weaponize to a point yeah um, well I mean ultimately what she could do if, if we're talking distance and
1: Merida's firing bows that hair can just go out wrap itself around Merida's neck and yeah. choke her out exactly
0: that's what I said <laughs> so, so um, yeah I think I think for me it's it's Rapunzel just because she's got the imagination yeah and the innovation agreed I mean if you look at stuff when she um, getting out of the tower and she used her hair to wrap around stuff and yeah um, various, no, the various examples of the film I haven't seen it for a while um, but yeah, that, that hair is an extension of her, as yeah, opposed yeah. to just being something that she has. But uh, Merida has very wavy ginger hair which kinda of gets in the way and she's tucking it behind her ears and yeah. wiping around her face. So every 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 time that Rapunzel's hair moves is a deliberate act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is and as you mean, say, it's an extension of her body. Yeah. So So I, I think I think for me that's, it that's goes to probably the deciding factor. Yeah. Okay, so we're left with our finalists. So we've got Cinderella, yeah. Mulan and Rapunzel. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. So at this point, Cinderella, for me, is always one of the stronger princesses. She's mm-hmm. physically strong because of the the chores and the housework that she does, the other things she has to fetch and carry. She's mentally strong. She wasn't broken by years of abuse and the, the death of her mother and the death of her father. But when you put her up against a chip with a sword, and armor, yep. and a chip with magic hair, she got nothing. No, she got she got a glass slipper that she could smash and glass them with. But, but let's be real. Uh, I'm talking one trick pony there. Yeah, let, let's be real. She's going down here. Yeah. Again, she's got to get close enough to do that. Yeah. I mean, you, you think, You know, if you think of. Both of these have got ranged attacks. Yeah. So they're taking her down before she gets I anywhere mean, near them. If you look at. If you take, for example, she smashes the glass lip, but she's got a heel that she yeah. can stab with. She's got to get within six inches of her body yeah. to put that in. She gets that close to Rapunzel. She's not going to get close to Rapunzel because the hair's going to get in the way. Mm-hmm. She's not going to get that close to Mulan because Mulan's trained and armed anyway. I mean, yeah, Mulan's, Mulan's got also armor. Armor. use a bow and arrow. Yeah, and Mulan's got armour. Yeah. So she, she tries to stab her with a with glass heel. The glass is going to break in her hand. Yeah, so she's gone. So she's gone. I think whoever she goes for is going to take her out. Yeah, so we've got Mulan and so Rapunzel. Mulan and Rapunzel. No. For me, the, this is kind of a repeat of Merida and Rapunzel. It is.
1: The only, the only chance here is if Mulan can cut Rapunzel's hair off, but she's gonna have to get so close again because if she just takes an end
0: off, that's it, doesn't matter. She's not gonna do anything, she needs she's to just take, take off it off the Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's yeah, that again, that's for me, it's the same, it's the same argument. If she's using a sword, you use the hair to wrap the wrist up, wrap the sword up, and you I mean, might lose a bit of hair, yeah, but you're not gonna. But
1: as long as she doesn't chop it to a bob like they do at the end of the film, and even then, yeah. she <laughs> Rapunzel can still heal. Yeah. So, but the problem is, even if Mulan does manage to drive a sword through her gut, Pansy can fucking heal herself.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of an unfair advantage.
1: It, it kind of is. She does have magic healing powers, which we didn't have to call on in the last fight. No, that's to it. Be fair, I don't actually think we need to. No, I, I
0: think it would be much the same. I think Mulan was generally more with a sword than a bow. I vaguely remember. She was.
1: Um, um, I, I think. Okay. I think the thing is, even from a distance, that here can just pick the
0: armor off piece by piece. But not only that. I'm maybe remembering this slightly incorrectly. When she had the frying pan, yeah, was it used it as a sort of sword at one point?
1: She uses it as a weapon all the fucking time.
0: So you put that she fights with it. You put that at the end of her hair,
1: as opposed to in her hand. She can sword fight. She can sword sword fight from twenty meters away. Yeah. Now, Mulan is obviously going to be the better with a sword, the better swordsman, as it were. Um, But that doesn't matter because Rapunzel is going to be. Fucking
0: miles away. Exactly. And using her hair. Yeah. Um, so you've still gotta get close to And I, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think for argument's sake, even if she even if they were having a sort of fight with the frying pan and the sword and she did manage to chop that bit of hair off and drop the frying pan, Rapunzel is still far enough where she could wrap Mulan up in her hair.
1: Yeah.
0: Totally. To a point where she ties her binds her arms or she binds
1: her around her whole body. She gets gets around the ankles, she can just Fucking Hulk with her and
0: wallop her back and forth. The problem with that, if she gets around the ankles and she's got the sword, she's chopping the, the hair off. She gets, her she own, it, be, gets yeah, around, gets the body. Yeah, she plies, plies her uh, arms, yeah. she can't do anything. No. at that point, you just turn your hair into a giant boa constrictor and crush. And, her. and strangle it, or pick her up and chuck her off a cliff, or
1: whatever you want to just, do. Just crush her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it yeah.
0: I, I think in a very short-lived final battle. <laughs> um, I kind of knew it was going yeah, to way. it kind of had to. I think. I think the, so the better part there is obviously there's a lot more discussion about character than there's about the actual fight. Because the, the problem with having a fight between all these, as fun as it would be to see, they're all too fucking nice. They are, with, with the possible exception of Rapunzel, who is, who is sweetness and light to an extent. But, but she, she's fucking fiery. That's, that's <laughs> the thing, is that because of the way she's grown up, she's had to she's had to learn to control basically yeah. her, the extension of her body, which is 20, 30 metres, whatever it is. She basically learns how to use her environment and her elements. So she's ne- everybody else kind of relies on the same things. Huh. They rely on their physical strength. They rely on any particular traits or attributes they picked up, like using a bow or using a sword. Whereas Rapunzel is just her inbuilt nature. Yeah, plus magic here.
1: She's Always the has. only. She's the only one that is actually able to command magic. The other ones have magic in their stories. Yes. Um, curses I, and whatnot. Yeah. But Rapunzel's physically able
0: to command something magical herself, which yeah. the rest of them aren't. That's it. Um, and I think when that we talked about Frozen, she also has the her powers. But I think that the problem with Frozen, the Frozen is because it's still its own thing. It's not. Really, it's not been taken yeah, into not the not Christmas canon. canon. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it amazes me that it's still as popular as it is and still going. Well, yeah. So. But they that they've never really been included, like, even to the point where, they, you know, there are collections of Disney princesses. Frozen has its own collections, which are just Elsa and Anna. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think it's an important distinction because, because of what a lot of what's been said about, it, not necessarily what was intended, but a lot of what's been said about it and the way it's been sold, is that it kind of has to stand alone from the princesses because you are looking at some very anti-princess messages, effectively. Oh yeah, totally. And I think, so I think that's probably why it is, but as I said, because of that, there's nobody else with magic or magical no. ability in, in this fight. And, it, you know, and,
1: and that comes down to, just to touch back on the Frozen thing again, um, when we were talking about the inclusion of Mulan, the reason Mulan is considered a princess is because she is a strong character and an actually actions are heroic. Yeah. She is a, and, again, coming back to the argument that's levelled as princesses, she is consciously included because she is a strong female who stands on her own two feet yes. and performs heroic actions. Yeah, she doesn't, she's not that relying on... That is why she's a princess, yeah. and that is what defines the princesses.
0: Yeah. she's not relying on magic, and she's not relying on no. other people. No. Um, Apart from the dragon, who's cool, despite being with yeah
1: Yeah. Um, maybe Sidekicks is a whole other podcast, because... Yeah, maybe. I could easily go for a while on Disney Sidekicks.
0: yeah. I'd want to do something with Stitch in it I love Stitch uh, yeah he's not a sidekick but we'll find something we'll find something to in a future in. podcast yeah okay right so in the Disney Princess Smackdown um, Rapunzel wins which was always good
1: yeah I'm not surprised to be honest and I'm glad yeah if it I'm wasn't sure. going to be Ariel I wanted it to be Rapunzel yeah
0: um, Belle fell kind of early which was disappointing but um, yeah I think that's probably the, the way to look at it so yeah uh, if you'd like to speak to us about that or anything else just no one shoot the shit uh, you can find us on on Facebook um just, look, just search for Who Wins Podcast. You can go to Twitter at Who Wins Podcast, or you can drop us an email, whowinspodcast.gmail.com. Until next time, see you later. See ya.